this movie was PR for me, definitely. I'm a huge SRK fan, so I think that automatically kind of gives this movie an edge. And he hadn't come out with a movie in like five years or something like that. It's been so long since that shit movie of Zero came out. But because of that, I think because of the hype of it, I was super hyped for it, and it kind of lived up to the hype. I mean, realistically, is it the best movie ever? No, but... Our Mission Impossible movies, Oscar movies, not really, but they're still fucking fire. So um, that's kind of how I felt about it. It's not going to go down as one of the greatest movies ever, but it's going to go down as a, a good rewatchable. I feel like he uh, he's in his Tom Cruise era. That's honestly what I thought. Whereas like, you know, like Tom Cruise in the beginning, he did all these like interesting, weird like movies, A Few Good Men, Rain Man. Like he worked with all these like great directors. He worked with Stanley Kubrick. And then uh, now he just jumps off buildings. Like, that's his whole gig. That's all he does. He flies planes and he jumps off buildings. And I feel like Shah Rukh Khan apparently always wanted to be an action star, even when he came to Bollywood in the beginning and he just got, like, typecast as, like, the king of romance. So it's cool that he's, like, part of this Badsha phase again. But yeah. I will say I did not... I am more towards Nafrat than PR for this movie. Because it was just so long and I skipped so many of it. It's actually, I feel like the opposite of what um, Rucha, our, our person on our correspondence corner, talked about. Where she said she's not that big of a Shah Rukh Khan fan. But she really enjoyed Patan for like a bunch of reasons. I'm a big Shah Rukh Khan fan. And I was like, eh, about this. But I think the thing that's cool about this movie is the subtext. Because like, the text of this movie is basically about like, you know, the spies fighting like John Abraham, blah, 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 blah. But the yeah. subtext is basically like <clears throat> him and Salman Khan vibing. And they're just like, man, there's no you new youngsters, huh? We just have to save Bollywood all the time. Like, that's literally yeah. what they're talking about. And it's just, I feel like the whole thing is about like every beat of it is, uh, yeah, like this guy like started this organization, but then he left for four years. And but, like, it's all basically about Shah Rukh Khan the past few years and i thought that subtext was yeah. actually really funny and fun i honestly didn't even think about that but that is pretty hilarious yeah I, that scene uh, at the uh, end is good but salman khan like they literally spell it out i feel like yeah where they're just hanging out and they're like damn should we retire and they're like wait nothing would happen if we retired <laughs> yeah it's like who's gonna save it yeah. if, if we retire yeah and then it's funny yeah. because they're like what about that one young guy and I think about it. And then Salman Khan's like, nah. And then Salman Khan says, what about that other guy? And then Salman Khan's like, nah. It's like they're basically shitting on every all the youngsters in Bollywood, which I thought was really funny. I will say, the, um, but yeah, John Abraham is just so good in this movie. Yeah, he's so good. I felt like watching this movie, I was like, I like Shah Rukh Khan, and he kind of breezes off his charisma because in any movie, Shah Rukh Khan, if he just does Shah Rukh Khan, it's like fine. It works. Yeah. But the John Abraham and Deepika parts were so much more interesting. Like Deepika looks great in this movie. And John Abraham yeah. is just looks like he's just having so much fun that I'm like, if they just made uh I don't know, a movie or a side movie or whatever about just those two doing like villainous stuff and doing heist and stuff, like the movie would be sick. I'd I'd definitely watch that. Yeah, that would be dope. Like just like a anti like a Dawn esque movie, but just with John Abraham. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be so. That'd be sick. pretty badass. Jim, it's pretty I funny. Want, his name is I, Jim, though. I know. I that threw me off so much. <laughs> like, give him just give him an Indian name. Why are you calling him Jim? Yeah, um, it's 
it's funny because it's like the most villainous person ever. And they're like, oh, yeah, that guy, Jim. And I'm like, I can't take it seriously. <laughs> but he's supposed to be the most dangerous criminal in the world. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's such a terrible name. I was honestly really confused in the beginning who, who Jim would be because it was just yeah. such a stupid name. Yeah. Um, yeah, so all in all, I think um, we can hit the categories. But, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty mixed on this. But you liked it. And, um, you know, we've kind of introduced this category in the past in the Unladen podcast, but we have a cat new category, sometimes category called Correspondence Corner, which is basically like we bring someone on who's had like different life experience or grown up in a different place or whatever who might see Bollywood movies in a different light on the podcast. So we have invited her cousins so she's going to give some, some of her thoughts about this movie. Even though I'm not a very huge SRK fan, I must say I really enjoyed watching the film. We are usually uh, used to watching SRK in romantic dramas, but I'm happy that they did not go overboard with the romantic angle and still stuck to the uh, storyline of the movie. I think the movie had some really good action sequences, especially I enjoyed watching the ones uh, involving uh, John and SRK. The fact that uh, they glorified the villain as well, because I think John did a really good justice to the role. I think Pathan had some upbeat music and uh, the dance sequences were very well choreographed and they really went viral all over social media. And uh, I think Deepika looked really fabulous throughout. She's my personal favorite, but uh, I think this movie did not uh, give her enough stage to showcase her acting skills. I think the biggest surprise was the Salman Khan cameo. be it the fight sequence where he comes in to rescue SRK or the dialogues that they uh, both exchanged towards the end i think they were hilarious and i could hear some giggles uh, all over the theater i like the fact that they tried to link pathan with tiger zinda hai and i'm excited thinking that they might come up with a movie series something similar to what they did for avengers in hollywood so i think overall the film is really good and ticks all the boxes of an entertaining film Well, thanks to Rucha and um, Krishnesh. Krishnesh isn't in, in in the audio, but um, he was apparently in the background, kind of giving Rucha some some of his uh, ideas and stuff. But thank you for that uh, because I think it's a it's a little bit of a different perspective. Obviously, both of us are huge Shah Rukh Khan fans, um, so it's interesting yeah. to see. I haven't really met someone that's not the biggest Shah Rukh Khan fan, so interesting take. Yeah. That is interesting. I feel like in. India itself, maybe Ruchi and Krishnesh can uh, update this opinion if we're wrong. But I feel like Salman Khan is the like real draw. That's what it always feels like. The like cult like of Salupai like looms large. I guess I don't even want to go into Salman Khan, but I think Salman Khan in this movie was kind of hype. He was hype. <laughs> He didn't sing huge, Johnny I'm Johnny not... Yes Papa so. Oh, that's God. a bust. What a, so trash. I'm we're just going to have to watch I'm going to I know I'm going to have to watch that movie for the sake of this podcast, but I really don't want to. Um <clears throat> already. Well, time to grab your tries and binge some Bollywood. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, time to binge some Bollywood with your favorite bros. nice so right 
up front, we got the Mirchi meter. What do you think? Honestly, that one song was pretty spicy. It was so I spicy. Forgot, it was. I forgot forgot what it was called, but I felt like there was a national uproar in India because of that song. I didn't understand the details or read about the details, but I feel like that was a pretty spicy song. I think that song in and of itself bumps the military meter up by like 50%. There's no kiss, but there's a lot of scenes later too where she's just like suggesting they spend the night together. Or yeah, and she's trying to like kind of try to seduce him or something in that hotel room. Yeah, and it's funny because Patan, while is like characters all over the place because like on one hand, he's a real badass, but like in some of those scenes, he's like kind of awkward. He's like, I'm not going to yeah, do that. I'm like, what is going on? So, it's so <laughs> weird, dude, because he's, he's just like a badass, like serious person. Like he's like, like I'm going a, I'm to a beat all these bad guys up. And then that one scene, he's just like all giggly and stuff. I don't know. I don't even yeah. know if I like that, but it was weird. It was weird. Look, I would be giggly around Deepika too, but I'm not like James Bond. So, you know, yeah. that's, that's what it takes part of the skills i guess the joke is that or the bit is that everyone would be giggly regardless of if you're Shah Rukh khan or Maybe not that's the bit that's a good bit yeah honestly i guess but um, so pretty spicy i'd say overall we have a bunch of, this is a very bollywood movie so we have like a solid amount of bollywood scenes uh the first one is it's just so some of the things like you see in movies You've seen the trope so many times. You're like, obviously, these characters don't watch movies because they would know what's happening. So, like, the example is, like, Shah Rukh Khan uh, knows that John Abraham is going to be at this place and there's going to be scientists and a president there. And so he's like, okay, we got to go there and protect the president. And then they have the typical moment where it's like Shah Rukh Khan's like, Oh my God, he's not after the president. He's after the scientists, you know? And I just think that's so <laughs> funny. And I think the other thing that makes it Bollywood is that two scientists are talking. And one of the scientists, I think I've seen him somewhere. He's a great actor. But he basically says, uh, he says to the other guy, he's like, talk, they're talking about his wife and like how he's in love with her and blah, blah, blah. And he says, science is easy for Oki. Love, love is hard. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Um, I don't so even remember that. that. I just think it's really cool. And that was funny. And so that was pretty Bollywood. It was also a little Hollywood because I feel like it, it felt like in certain parts they were kind of ripping off um, the Batman, the Robert Pattinson movie. Like, there's a famous shot in the trailer of Batman. Even if you guys haven't seen that movie, you can, you can see it. Um, where Batman's flipped over. Or, sorry, a bad guy's flipped over and the camera turns around and you see the fire. Um, mm, they do a very yeah. similar thing when Shah Rukh Khan is flipped over in his car and John Abraham comes up. It feels like the exact same shot. So, anyway, that whole thing, plagiarizing Hollywood, um, saying cheesy-ass lines, and then making that typical Bollywood cliche. I feel like that's a pretty Bollywood scene. Uh, the second one is... Um, when they flash back to when Joker was created, because like that's so typical too, where it's like this guy, this crazy guy, like he's the one who started Joker. I think it's ridiculous. It's called Joker. I think it's funny that they talk about the Japanese thing with this Kitsudugi, and then it's like 
where he says like, you know what kintsunugi is, right? And she's like, oh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, and it's yeah. like, oh yeah, you put the gold in the pot and that's what makes it beautiful, you know? You put gold in these broken pieces. I thought that was a good attempt, but the most Bollywood description of it where she's like, now, you're, she tells the Mukhamari, you're the gold. And I was like, Jesus, okay. <laughs> um, the third is, we don't negotiate with terrorists, which is basically like the most ridiculous we don't negotiate with terrorists scene ever where John Abraham is so Bollywood does, and his pregnant wife were somehow captured and they murder the pregnant wife and they just still don't negotiate with terrorists. It's like a very weird scene and very exaggerated. And I was like, I don't understand why, uh, why they did this. Honestly, it kind of reminds me of Tropic Thunder. If anybody's seen that movie where Tom Cruise um, is like talking to, the people kidnap Ben Stiller, and he's like, "We don't negotiate with terrorists." And he hangs up, and everyone claps him. <laughs> I was like, "This is exactly what it's about." Like, um, the last one, simple. It's where Deepika and Shahrukh Khan are sort of flirting, then fighting all the bad guys. She's double crossing, triple crossing. I don't know what's happening. Um, the fourth is the Mission Impossible heist, where you realize, like, you know, they go through the whole heist. They do all the like Deepika sexy, and then she gets a handprint. <laughs> Um, on his on her leg, like that sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> and the funny part of that scene is where uh, Shah Rukh Khan, this whole movie, they reference old Shah Rukh Khan movies, but where he uh, gets the code from Karen and he says, Karen. I was like, oh man, that's a, that's a deep cut. Uh, so that was good. And then at the end, she betrays him. The last, the other one we had to put in this, the Salman Khan cameo, which we'll talk about a little bit more. And then just the, honestly, I don't even know what happened because I skipped it because uh, it went on so long, <laughs> which shows you how Bollywood have seen it is. But the end fight, like that goes on forever. They fight, then they get on planes, and then there's ice. I just kept skipping it, so I didn't even see all of it. And they're just like playing with that orb. It just goes on forever, Jesus. But So those are those are my takes. Did you have any other ones or any comments? Honestly, that's just the whole movie. <laughs> like this whole movie is very, very Bollywood. Actually, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I actually think this movie is more Hollywood than it is Bollywood. Mm. And the reason I say that is because they kind of just take every 007, every Mission Impossible trope and then just threw it into this movie. Like if you combine all of the Mission Impossible tropes into one movie, this is Patan. There's some sort of flashback. There's a double cross here and there. They're disavowed and they're rogue. Um, there's like some like like pandemic missile crap going on that'll destroy India. That's basically just uh, ghost protocol. Like, I feel like this is more of a Hollywood movie than a Bollywood movie because it just copies Hollywood movies. Um, and then they throw in obviously the Bollywood scenes, um, which you mentioned. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I feel like. Normal no, Bollywood, like, like if you take Doom Two, like Doom Two is a very Bollywood action movie. Yeah, but it's not that's really a good the point. Same as Patan. Yeah, it's a good like, point. Patan is not very similar to Doom. It's more um, Tom Cruise Mission Impossible. My friend Amrit, um, before I'd seen this movie, he had a rating which kind of just influenced how I saw it. So I don't know if like that influenced how I saw it, but he basically his review was feed Mission Impossible Two the later Fast and Furious movies and a whole lot of masala into a gener- generator, and now comes this. 
which is literally. like so true. It's literally Fast and Furious Mission Impossible. It's like that's what it is. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. It's it is a little more Hollywood. It's a good take. Yeah, like the jetpack scene at the end is just the helicopter chase in yeah. the new Mission Impossible. Yeah, that's um, true. The plane scene is just Ghost Protocol when they're shooting nukes into the war. Instead, now it's a plane that's filled with a virus. Deepika like, being cast uh, is just them copying Xander's Cage. <laughs> Some Salman Khan is Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time we, uh, you and me watched a musical together. I don't remember what the name of it is with our Ian Baba with our parents. Um, and I just remember one line from that where they're like, in Bollywood, copyright means right to copy. That's exact. That's what it feels like. <laughs> so maybe there's nothing more Bollywood than that uh, copying from Hollywood. I don't know. Uh, yes. Yeah. Literally. Um, well, on that note, I think the most Bollywood scene for me is the Salman Khan cameo, um, and I just <laughs> yeah, think that's probably like, true. It's just so. I was really hyped for it. I kind of had an inclination that Salman Khan was going to be in this movie just because like there were rumors being thrown around here and there. Um, and I kind of imagine like I always throw jokes about like Tiger Zindahe and like Ik the Tiger, which is what the characters uh, Salman Khan characters uh, from. But it was kind of hype. Like when he just yeah, drops in with his little bandana and they like jump up on their thing. They like all their like cliche Bollywood poses where they're frozen in mirror shooting bullets and stuff. I think that was the most Bollywood scene because it's like masala-y. It's like very Mission Impossible-y for me. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, for people who don't... I feel like for people who don't know Bollywood, um, it's hard to understand like how big the cons are. And I think, like I said, like in the beginning, a lot of the subtext of the movie is like that, where they're like, well, we're literally the two biggest superstars, like the two biggest people. But um, it kind of reminds me of like why Heat was such a big deal when it first came out, because there are these two people, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, who are like doing all this stuff at the same time. And they're in Godfather 2, but they never shared a scene together. So like this movie, it's like those two are like sharing a scene, Salman Khan and Shah Rukh Khan, after a long time, I know, I know Salman Khan's been cucked and Shah Rukh Khan's done like random songs or cameos, but like for a long time, they just like hang out together in a movie, which is like so rare. You know, it's like getting Al Pacino or Robert De Niro in the same movie. It's kind of sick. Yeah, it's it's yeah the the hype that went around them being in this movie was unparalleled in the Bollywood industry because yeah. it's it's they literally. I mean, today, right now, they are the two biggest stars of probably the last two decades. Like just straight up, um, yeah. I couldn't even yeah. name one other person that is a bigger star than one of the other. Um, I mean, the only one other done. one is Amir Khan, right? Those are the three. Yeah, but he's not really that... Think about Amir Khan movies. Like, he's not yeah, really you know, that big of a star. You know what's surprising? Like, realistically... Me and my girlfriend looked this up, uh, I don't know, two days ago. We looked up all the... There's this, like... I'm giving a shout-out to this website, but there's this uh, website called Box Office India, I think. Something like that. You look up all the Amir Khan movies... He's had by far the most mega blockbusters or whatever the all-time blockbusters, like whatever the biggest movies are. And I was so surprised because he's had like huh. more massive, like more of the all-time blockbusters than uh, Salman and Shah Rukh, or at least on par. Like he had like Lagan, he had PK, he had a few because some of the ones that we think of iconic, iconic Shah Rukh Khan movies like Kabi Kushi Kabi Gum, 
at the time was not an all-time blockbuster. So it's kind of crazy, but yeah. Basically, like, PK, Dungle uh, were massive hits, and then Sultan and Bajongi Bajan were massive hits, too. And Shah Rukh Khan has yeah. one or two, but he's not as... In my mind, he's more influential and what has like I like his movies more, but he's less of an all-time blockbuster guy, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, for me, I would say, although it's close because I love the science is easy, Farouk, love is hard uh, line, <laughs> I think I would also have to go for the the team up. I mean, almost by definition, it's one Bollywood, one Bollywood. And I like, I forgot the reason. I don't know if you remember any kid, but I like that Salman Khan like showed up late. And sh- they have like a little bit of banter. Um, is there a comedic character? Because we have the Johnny Lieber Award for comedic character, but honestly, I don't like. Is I there one? Like it's like, just, I don't think there is. There isn't a comedic character, but like, there's just little quips that Patan has. Like, it's not like a full character that's comedic, but like, there's just like random, random statements here and there that are like meant to be cute and funny. Yeah, they didn't always hit. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Maybe the it, helicopter pilots. They're like drunk. Pilots? Remember, like they like Patan's like, oh, I got two pilots that'll because they have oh, to take yeah. the helicopters during the heist, and they're just oh, like yeah. drunk doing karaoke the night before. Yeah, I guess that counts. Why not? Yeah, I mean that's the closest thing we've got, right? That's true. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I guess Patan does have some. Also, we didn't count this in the Verity meter, but when he goes to the prostitute. There's some oh sp- yeah spicy jokes there, um, yeah. Or like the prostitute appears and like to his car, but um, yeah, it's. I think part of the reason this movie does not work as well for me as Shah Rukh Khan is just like his character is all over the place, and every time I always think about this, I'm like, there's a um. So one of the podcasters I like, he talks about history, and he's like, he has this phrase that history has ruined fiction for me. Because he talks about like all these like epic histories, he's like, and this is real. This actually happened, you know. Like it's kind of wild. Shahrukh Khan interviews have ruined, and just hearing Shahrukh Khan talk have ruined his characters for me a little bit because he's so charismatic and witty and funny and cool as Shahrukh Khan, like the movie star, the persona. That I feel like when writers write him, they just aren't good enough. Like I really just sometimes be like. I just think you should be like, just let Shah Rukh Khan cook. Like, we don't need writers. Don't make him say lie. Just let him do his Shah Rukh Khan-ness. Like, I feel like it'd be better. So, like, that's what I felt sometimes with Khan. I'm like, they almost made some of these lines, like, so cringy. But, like, if it was just Shah Rukh Khan being Shah Rukh Khan, like, it totally would have worked. So, I don't know. No, I totally agree with that. Yeah, they, like, the problem, I think, with Bollywood writers and this is not like a blanket statement. Um, it, I mean, it works for this movie and some other movies here and there, but they try to exaggerate. They exaggerate what they think would be fun. Like they exaggerate yeah. everything. Yeah. And they think it'll be funny. And I'm sure for some people it probably hits. Yeah. But it never usually hits for me. And they did that with him. Yeah. Subtle comedy is, is rarer, I think. I think we haven't done this yet, but I love Deli Belly. That's a great one. Hera Ferry, great one. So, like, there's sometimes yeah. they do comedy really, really well, but I think, yeah, I agree with you. I think they, if they know it's exaggerated, then it's fun. But sometimes with Patan, they're trying to do both. Like, Abara Pagal 
nobody would necessarily call that like, wow, nice subtle comedy. It's very exaggerated. It's all over the place. But they commit to it so strongly that you're like, okay, this is just supposed to be these wacky, interesting characters who are over top. So I think, yeah, I, I think that's what makes it good. It's the character driven. Yeah. I think um, it's um this it this reminds me actually Patan and I will talk about this la- a little bit later um in the podcast but I'm going to mention it now is the unfortunately Marvel started to do something similar where they ex- they felt because Guardians of the Galaxy became so popular yeah. they decided that okay we need to add some sort of comedic stuff to our stuff and that because they realized like oh I need to do this because people like it it caused them to exaggerate it so like movies like Thor Ragnarok or like Thor, Love and Thunder, or wherever the new one is. Um, And even some of like the big like Avengers movies, like they force jokes that shouldn't necessarily be there. Um, Whereas like Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy, it's just like funny because it's funny. Like, I don't think I think they decided to like, I'm sure they decided to make it a funnier movie, but they didn't know if it would hit or not. And thankfully it hit. Um, That's a good point. Because like, even when the earlier like, Guardians is a good example. They all had their own sense of humor. Like Rocket Raccoon's humor is not Chris Pratt's humor or whatever yeah. that guy's name is. I forgot. And like even Iron Man, he's kind of funny, but he's a dick. Like he's an asshole. Yeah. He's supposed to be an asshole. Yeah. And like I feel like in later movies, everyone just sounded exactly the same. But like the whole yeah, thing was it's kind of nice that Captain America isn't that funny. Yeah. Like he's just like so genuine. He doesn't like usually have cracks. Whereas Iron Man's kind of like this like just dick oh what would you be after all this like a uh, billionaire playboy you know it's like such an iron man tony stark line so like yeah. I, I think they screwed that up and i i, I feel like that's a good point because even in avara pagodivana or hero fairy Parish Ravel's character is so different than sunil shetty's character why we laugh at him or akshay kumar's character you know they're yeah. so unique or that guy who uh um uh is trying to is sunil shetty's friend who's John, trying to get Johnny the money no, trying to get the money for the wedding. And he's like, Sunil Shetty's friend. So he like wants to save him, but he's pissed at him and wants to like beat him up and threaten him because he needs money for his sister's wedding. Sham. Good sham. That's yeah. Ompuri, bro. Yeah, it is Ompuri, yeah. Good sham. Yeah. Yeah, it's because anyway. like, like they're leaning into the skid in those movies. In yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, they, they led into the skid. In Patan or... I heard Thor Love and Thunder, whatever the new one was, was just hot garbage because they yeah, tried to be too it. funny and it's just the movie was shit. I think like Guardians mm-hmm. kind of ruined it for Avengers because they yeah. realized that, okay, audiences like this, like Avengers, uh, normal Avengers, the first one, Iron Man, the original Captain America, like they're kind of funny and they have their quirks and their bits. But I think the, the issue that Patan had was they forced the comedy. It's like a... I'm going to shove laughter down your throat type of yeah. thing, which doesn't always hit. I mean, sometimes it can hit, um, but especially when it's sprinkled, if the movie isn't a comedy movie and it's sprinkled throughout a action movie or like a suspense movie, it's just like, like, just like stick to one thing. Like we don't have to make movies that are every possible genre. Yeah, that sucks. So, okay. I guess a partial award, the Shahrukh Khan is put on. I don't know. Yeah, we'll give partial award to Shah Rukh Khan and partial award to his helicopter pilots. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about the helicopter pilots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, All right, this okay. is a 
this is a, a an interesting one, obviously, because two of the cons are already <laughs> in this movie. But yeah. uh, we're gonna go into the con swap, and I guess the real question should be: Would she? Should we just throw Amir Khan somewhere in this movie and have all three of them be in the same movie? Be, Amir Khan be John Abraham. Whoa! And then it would be like him, his role in Tomb. Although his role in Tomb kind of blows. Uh, yeah. But he can but just no. do his. He can do his eyebrows. He loves his eyebrow acting. Uh, the past yeah. seven years. I think they should make him the lieutenant, dude. The Colonel oh. Luthra. Yeah, that's a good idea. I would say. They should make him deep bonus. But yeah, um, <laughs> Colonel. He could be a good Colonel Luthra, honestly. Yeah, I don't well, know. Everyone the- like is really good. Like the a lot of the um, characters that aren't. I guess more supporting characters like uh, Dimple and stuff like that are honestly really good. He'll be a good colonel. He can do the broken undust because he did. Uh, it'll be him playing virus. Three idiots, you broken X. They give him a yeah. lisp too. Yeah, broken X. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, there you go. You know what? I th- this is unrelated to the conswap thing, but fun fact: Colonel Luthra is in war. Hmm. So. It's a recurring role. He's also plays. I mean, obviously, Ashutosh Rana plays Colonel Luthra in War. Is the same character. Um, yeah, it's tight. But he's like um, the Samuel Khan- Jackson of YRF Spy Universe. Oh shit! Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's Nick Fury, he's but Nick Colonel Fury. Luthra. But yeah, I think that's a tough one. I mean, two of them are already in it. So Amir Khan as Colonel Luthra. All right, that's good. That's good with me. What about? Skippable songs. This one is actually very interesting because it is very un Bollywood esque for them to have so little songs in this movie. Um, and I was going through this earlier because I obviously don't remember. I remember I when I was watching, uh, rewatching, I was like, okay, I remember there. I remember two songs in this movie, but uh, I guess the other ones will just be skippable songs because I clearly don't remember any of them. In yep. reality, those are the only two songs in this movie. Um, there's uh, so there's the first one, which is Besharam Rung, which is the the Deepika entrance. Uh, uh, I honestly, this is these movies are pretty new. This movie was pretty new, so I couldn't can't sing it for you this time. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to the the viewers. I can't hear my beautiful voice. But there's that one, and then there's the very ending, which was Chum Chopatan, which was just the ending song. So realistically, oh, it's like Chum Chopatan, Chum Chopatan, Chum Chum. Yeah, like, all right. Uh, Um, exactly um so and that's a that's an end credit song so realistically in the middle of this movie there's only one one song song, uh which is very very uncharacteristic of bollywood which this supports your this is actually a hollywood movie thing yeah it really does um but that being said i do want to give a very special shout out to Jim's theme. And I think that is the greatest <laughs> uh-huh. musical thing Bollywood is in an action movie that Bollywood has come up right now because it's just like I remember the intro scene. Um, and this was also, I mean, Dada, you talked about this earlier. The yeah. intro scene of John Abraham is him holding a bazooka. And yeah. as he's holding it down, and then the camera moves with the bazooka in a 90 degree angle. And then you yeah. hear yeah, that was sick. <laughs> And you're like, I remember sitting there and I'm like, I know Johnny Abraham's in this movie, but I was like, who's it going to be? I'm so in it. Like, I'm so hyped right now. And every time he shows up, he walks up, he flips the car, he walks up, 
it's just such a great like that was my favorite too that was my favorite it was so good and like i i just rewatched a little bit of the scenes like earlier just to like recap my mind and like i was getting chills i was like holy shit like this is fucking awesome like i love this theme Um, yeah so i i do want to give a huge shout out because whoever thought of that theme it was it was it's so iconic and it will be so iconic because it's just such a cool introduction to the character i know they're inspired by multiple batmans it felt like but it was a very uh cool introduction character introduction like it felt so yeah. hype he's so good i he's like the yeah. best part of this movie in my opinion and that intro scene just makes him so much more badass because even after the end of the song Beishram rung like shahrukh khan's walking after deepika uh and you notice the he sees deepika swimming in the pool and then it pans yeah. and you see john ahram just casually sitting there smiling and it goes right after the song and i'm like holy shit this is awesome yeah it was uh, so high so uh i mean most skillable song i don't actually know because both songs are kind of fire um they both are like the you know how like bollywood has like their title songs um yeah. both of them are kind of the title songs of this movie um this is surprising Jim's, i have the opposite Jim's, take really yeah look i thought like i would never listen to either one of these songs just casually while walking to a coffee shop or or driving to the grocery store like i just don't care enough about the songs in fact i knew that it was so skippable because deepika looks so good in the first uh music video and i still like started to get bored towards the end with the song so i mean i don't know realistically i don't know how many people are listening to the song going to the grocery store so I think that's a terrible that's well, a terrible premise. A, a lot of the Sharu Khan like every basically every movie we've done, I totally can do that. Like we just did Kona Piarahe and that that will be out um probably by the time this is published. And like a lot of the songs on it are like I could just on a Wednesday I could just put that shit up and be like, Hell yeah. That's Fokajina. Like Yeah. Yeah, that that is. Om Shanti Om. I could do that. Dawn. I could do that. Like a lot of the movies we've done, I could do that. Hello, brother. I could do that. It's so hype. Hey, I thought they were fine. I thought they were good for the movie. I didn't think they were bad. It's just like I can't imagine like really enjoying those songs or loving them. So the Jim's theme, though. Jim's theme. See, I can if I'm really feeling good about myself. I can play that shit to the grocery store. I can walk to a coffee shop and be like, da, 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 da. hell yeah. <laughs> be great. Yeah, honestly, yeah, that's fair. I think the nice thing about this movie is like, you don't really need to skip the last one because it's yeah. a credit scene. So you could just stop watching if you want. Yeah, uh, exactly. And the Beishram rung, like, I guess you could skip it until like the walking away scene. But honestly, Shah Rukh Khan looks fucking lit in the Beishram rung song. Is that real? No. I couldn't Probably decide not. if that was real. Probably yeah, not, like an, but it looks gonna, like an I'm just going to believe that it is. I'm just going to believe that it is because he looks like an absolute stud. I started uh, doing an exercise routine literally a few days after watching this movie, and I'm convinced it's because I saw Shah Rukh Khan, and he's my dad's age, and I was like, this is this is unacceptable that he Dude, looks like he this. he looks so good in that song, and it's so funny because at his age, so he's 57, maybe 58, at his age, Amitabh Bachchan was playing Mohabbate <laughs> roles. And he was playing Aishwarya oh, yeah. Rai's dad as like a guruji of a school. And some, and whereas Shah Rukh Khan at the same age is coming out with 
just the body of the century with like the beard and the hair just looking like an absolute stud. I think, and after watching the scene, I think I'm growing out my hair because of him. Fair enough. Maybe that's why. Because he looks like an absolute stud. Yeah, he does. I. It's funny. I kind of forgot you hadn't ever said that take on the podcast because I think about that so much ever since me and my girlfriend, some of my friends have told this too. They're like, it's just such a good... It's such a good find. It's such a good, funny bit that like Amitabh Bachchan as the Guruji is the same age. It's crazy to me. That is insane. So I was thinking about that funny. the whole time watching this movie. Um, but yeah, I I guess you could. I could probably skip. I, I the the reason this 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 category is kind of like null and void is because that's the only song in the middle of the movie. Like yeah. it's the only song you can skip. That's true. Um. So by definition, it has to win. Yeah, even if the song was fire, like you'd still it would be the only skippable song. I never skipped um, Jim's theme though. I do think that name is the funniest name ever, though, because we talked so about Jim being too. the lamest name for a villain. It's like the sound is so badass, and it's just called Jim's theme. Some Jim, Jim's like some like you know, Jim just sounds like a fifty-three-year-old suburban white dad in the Midwest to me, who just trying to make ends meet and has like two rugrats <laughs> running around. And I'm just like, it's just funny. And he has you know a the, theme called Jim's theme. The funniest part of this is, and I don't know how true this is actually, but you know how like people watch movies or like in like the early 2000s, like I'm sure like Rahul and Raj were like very common baby names at the time. You think, yeah, you think Indian parents enough, are going to be like, exactly. But you think Indian parents of like our generation are like, damn, Johnny Bram is so badass. Let's <laughs> name our son Jim. <laughs> Maybe I'll name my kid Jim. It'll be Jim Mutatker. Jim, Jim Mutatker <laughs> honestly doesn't sound too bad. No, it sounds JM. like hot. Sounds they like call garbage, him JM. Bro. <laughs> they call him JM. <laughs> JM is just Jim, bro. Jim. <laughs> That's why it's so good. That's <laughs> oh, terrible. Oh, man. All right. Oh. So, depending on what you think, either the only song is a skippable song or it's not. But regardless, Jim's theme is a banger. Yeah. So, all right, let's jump into top threes then. I think let's start. Maybe let's start with uh, John, um, yeah. Jim, That's good idea. Jim and John. Jim. I'll put, I'll put, whom? Okay, I'm gonna put this number one. I'm gonna put whom number two. I think those ones are pretty obvious. He's pretty good in whom. Yeah. Um, and then for number three, I kind of wish I watched like. Madras Cafe or, or Shootout. Um, no, he's not even in that movie. I kind of wish I watched Madras Cafe because I heard that's good. Uh, what should I put three? I guess I've seen part of Dostana, but like that also hasn't aged really well. That's a tough movie. I don't know. I'll put Daisy Boys 3. How about that? It's an interesting, interesting top three. I don't um, know who to put for top three, but yeah, let's just stick with that for. I don't know if I want to do like, I don't know if I want to do top threes of like movies that I like or if movies that he's actually good in. Um, but I guess that's kind of it's kind of different based on that. I've actually watched another movie of his called um, Barmanu, um, and it's 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 a good movie. I, I think he does really well, and it's very it's more of like a drama movie. 
more, less okay. uh, similar to his like Beastie Boys types of movies or this movie. Um, I would put this one second just because he's so badass in this movie. Um, and like entertaining, and I think I would put. See, I don't know, like Tomb, Daisy Boys, and Dostana are all kind of on the same ish wavelength as for me. Daisy Boys yeah. just because like it's so iconic and like of a like the songs are super funny, and I t- I think I talk about Daisy Boys a lot. Dostana <laughs> obviously doesn't hold up super well, but it's like, I mean. At the time, it was a pretty fire and funny. All right, let's do Deepika top three. I don't think we need to go through the movies. You know, close enough. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I will say, so Om Shanti Om, Love Ajkul, and Bashna Yasino. I like all those movies. Um, she's in some other movies like Ye Javani, Hey Devani. Um, Love Ajkul. Love Ajkul, that are close. I would say I would put... Om Shanti Om, number one. Just because she's first basically introduced in that movie and she's really good. I would put Love Ajkul number two because I know you don't like that movie any kid as much, but if you skip the crying scenes, I feel like it's actually really good. Like yeah, their chemistry and stuff is like pretty fun. And then I would put... Um, I'd probably put Butchna Yasino 3. I think I like that. Even though she's a smaller part in that, I think I like that movie more, even if she's a little more unpolished in it. So that's probably what i do. Yeah, this is hard. I really like Deepika, so I've watched a lot of her movies. Um, I think I would put Ye Giovanni Hey Divani first. Um, mm, just because it's probably the one I've watched the most. Yeah. Um, and then Om Shanti Om, I would put two, <clears throat> and I'm I love her in Bachnaes, you know. Um, so I probably put that three, but I also want to give like Bajra Mastani a shout out because she's pretty fire in that movie, even though she is like mm. obviously it's a totally different type of role, uh, but I think she does really well in it. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I, I, yeah, she's I think those would be my those would be my three. I think Kijo Money Hithi Money one. Om Shanti Om 2 and Bachanai is, you know, 3. All right, now we get to the hardest one, which is Shah Rukh Khan, which is like, so I think this, the reason why I wanted to like talk to the other ones a little faster is because this one might be a slightly longer conversation, but I'll just say like some of his movies are my favorite movies. Um, But I think it's also like he's an icon. So you got to figure out like what's the iconic movie versus like what your favorite movies are. Yeah, I, I mean think... we could do two. Two. We could do what your favorite movie is and what like his like maybe like top three most iconic movies are. Because like right off the okay. bat, I think we can say like DDLJ, Gabi Kushi Gabi Gum, Kuch Kuch Probably the top three most iconic movie season. Yeah. Right, like Delta Pagalhe is a good movie, but probably not as big. Mohabbat is also it was bigger a great than K fan- three G. By the way, I didn't know that, but I, when I really? looked it up, oh. yeah, isn't that crazy? That is kind of crazy. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think those are. Oh shit, Kolhonoho. Let's do a few. Let's just talk about it through a 
a few angles. So what I'll say is if I have to pick my three favorite movies, just the movies itself, not how good he is in it or whatever, I'd put Dilsey. I'd pick as a number. Dilsey's. I know I'd put DDLJ as number one. Dilsey is number two. And then, oh, there's so many movies. Holy shit, uh, he's in so many goddamn movies. I would put Om Shanti Om as number three. So if you had to pick your favorites, what would those be? Like my favorite, favorite movie right off the bat is Mehuna. Okay. I think it might be one of my like most favorite movies of all time. It's like the yeah. most rewatchable movie I have. So that's number one. Um, so that's pretty easy for me. Um, I think... Now it gets hard. Um, favorite movies. It's like so hard for me to do this because I like I'm thinking of it like in a movie music sense because there's so many movies I rewatch for the sake of or I have nostalgia because of music, but I don't know if those are my favorite movies. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, I think I would put Swadesh too. Swadesh, okay. And mm, no, okay. Uh, I'm gonna take this from two different angles. I know what movies I think he's the best in. Um, I think my favorite movies of him are Mehuna, um, Mohobate, and Kabikush Kabigam. Okay, I think those are my rewatch most rewatched movies of him. Switching into a different lens, I yeah. think my favorite movies of him, like as an like in an acting sense. I'll put Swadesh one, check the India two, and Deers in the Geet three. Yeah, that's uh, mine. I think will be relatively similar. I would say, while I love Dilse, I think it's more that Money Ratnam uses his like persona in a good way, so it's not necessarily his best acting. I do think he does pretty good acting, honestly, in DDOJ, but it's like more of an iconic, like slightly exaggerated than anything. Like it's yeah. in that like movie star phase. So I would also put, I think Chuck Day is my f- best, my favorite acting Riz. I, I would definitely put that number one. Um, geez. I kind of feel like Fan would be on here if I watched it, but um, he's really good in a cameo and luck pay chance. Okay, I think I put my number one I said was Chuck Day. I put, I think number two, I would put um, Deers and the Gee because he's really good as like that, that, uh, Therapist. therapist. Um, I think because you pick Swadesh, I won't pick it because I don't like him. I don't like that movie as much as you and Baba like it. I would honestly, this is going to be a, maybe a hot take. I would put his half of his performance in Rub Niv and I, Jody, just to start controversy. Like which half? The nerd character. Yeah, I would. I. I... I haven't seen this movie since it came out, but I remember hating that other the dance half of him. But yeah, special shout out to like basically, I think Shah Rukh Khan's one of those people that like it's kind of just worth seeing most of his movies, even if they're not good. Anyway, um, so those are the top threes. But did you have any final thoughts on the on the movie Pradhan? It's not gonna go down as one of my i probably won't go down as my top five or even top 10 favorite Shah Rukh Khan movies but i think it's a it, it's like a good it's the same way i rewatch a mission impossible movie i will rewatch this movie um 
yeah i mean that's about it i feel like we went through a lot in this yeah we did episode yeah i think it's shara khan's tom cruise movie um in a way but i really think this movie is the because movie and john abraham's movie like some of that stuff is is so fun and so good and even deepika's whole like seducing that old weird guy you know like all that stuff is just really well done and funny um i will say actually the thing that weirds me out about all these movies is like if a person who looked like deepika just randomly no context came up to me started flirting with me heavily with no like reason for why she'd be doing that and i looked like that scientist i wouldn't be like oh heck yeah i got game like i riz for days i'd be like what why like why is she doing this like i'd be so suspicious i don't understand why all these weird looking dudes in all these movies just like the most beautiful woman comes up to them they're like yeah hell yeah of course she's into me i don't get it very strange i would literally think i'm being scammed a hundred percent i would think of being scammed yes those are those are the final thoughts um Hope you enjoyed the podcast and this this is a pro gym podcast so for all the gyms in your life especially if they're into bollywood which is probably not a huge number um let them know about our, our pod we'll see you next time